Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Sap and Chance, the first episode of 2023. And I'm joined with my man with the plan, Mr. Chance Michaels. Chance, how are you, man? Doing pretty good about yourself. Can't complain, man. Beautiful start to the new year. Happy new year to you and your family. Hope, you uh, hope it, Thank you. Hope it was fun, enjoyable. What did you guys do? Not too much, man. Just hung around, watched a little of the World Juniors, a little football. Not a whole lot. How about yourself? Nothing, man. We just stayed home, relaxed, uh, you know, did a little visiting during the day and uh, came home and we just basically watched a movie together and I guess we switched it off 10 minutes before New Year's and just kind of, you know, watched the Space Needle from Seattle because uh, here in Vancouver, they don't seem to do much of anything. So, yeah, we just, that was it. Very chill, man. Very low key, yeah. very easy. I mean, I, I kind of subscribe to the thought, like, who who wants to start the new year off hungover, drunk, you know, lethargic, and, and feeling like crap? I mean... Yeah, yeah. Not many. Me, a lot of people well, do do that, though. Well, I, there must be a lot of people who like that feeling, because, I mean, I don't know. That's it's just my own... Yeah, yeah, I know. I was do- dozing off myself. I mean, to be honest, I really kind of think the new year starts on your birthday. You think so? Well, you, for me personally. Yeah. That's your new year, right? I mean, this man-made one is what it is. It's mute. It's fun. It's something to do. Obviously, I get it. But um, yeah, I've always thought my birthday or anyone's birthday as their new year sort of a deal. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Totally agree. That's a good way to look. I never thought of it that way, but yeah. There you go. All right, guys. So here we are. Guys, before we start everything here, like and subscribe. Please hit the notification buttons as well, that little bell on your YouTube channel. If you're watching us on YouTube, subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcast from. You know what? We've made it really easy for you. If you just look at the yeah. bottom of the screen here, you'll see all our links. And uh, yeah, let's get this new year started off right. We are on the Do road it. to WrestleMania. The first Raw of the year is in the books. Your thoughts on the show, Mr. Michaels? I thought it was half decent, was it? Not a bad way to start the year. I don't think it was anything over the moon, but it was good. Decent quality. What about yeah. you? Yeah. No, I thought it was pretty good too. I mean, a decent show for for for, for what it was. And you know, yeah. the start to WrestleMania, or I guess the start to Royal Rumble. Uh a lot of things are still up in the air, I guess. So, you know, I guess these next few weeks are gonna get really busy here with, with qualification matches and whatnot. Yeah. So but I always thought the Rumble was one of those kind of events that had a spot for everybody because of the Rumble, right? So yeah, it kind of sucks to see some of these guys having to go through qualifying matches. To get into the Rumble, yeah. You know, to get in, like, this is an opportunity for the Mustafa Ali's, the Ricochets. You know, not that Ricochet's not, you know, doing too bad for himself right now. Uh, but the lesser known names and the names that kind of need a little bit of uh, proverbial push, if you want to call it. Mm-hmm. So... From my from my standpoint, I just I, I wish no one had to qualify. I wish they would just announce the I think they do the qualifying to try to make the Royal Rumble seem more important. Oh, you qualified. I got I qualified to get in to try to add a little more to yeah, what I get. Maybe I get it. I get it. No, no, that's that's fair enough. I mean, a lot of times when guys qualified, it's usually that means bigger things for them. So yeah. you know, possibly let's see where this kind of goes. Um, so Raw started off. Like the last row, I guess, in a lot of ways, with the bloodline just coming out there wreaking havoc, but no opening, nothing, just straight to them ripping the set apart and Sammy saying, This is a hostile takeover. Yeah, I've seen that Kevin Owens. Uh, there, yeah. yeah, Kevin Owens comes out. Looks like he's got a bit of a black eye. Don't know where he got that from, but I think he got that from um 
SmackDown. Maybe in the match with John Cena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll touch on that in a couple minutes. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, so so basically, we we got a situation here where they kind of you know, your buddy Adam Pierce comes out, former <laughs> NWA World Champion himself. Did you know yeah, that? I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, he was an NWA World Champion, man. Uh, the same one that Flair, Harley Race, all like. What year was this though? Uh, this would have been the mid two thousands. Oh, okay, that's why. Yeah, because yeah. I didn't say it, but NWA just went downhill so much. You don't even. I mean, I know it's okay now, but you don't hear about it anymore, right? Well, I mean, NWA has always been there. Um, they kind of just kind of piggybacked off of everyone, right? I mean, obviously, the territory days is when they were strongest. They were a national. But entity. now the belt doesn't really mean much, like because WWE, AEW, even TNA is ahead of NWA right now. No, no, no. If I if, okay, look. If if I were to look at all the belts, um, I would put NWA, WWE as one and two. And I wouldn't put the NBA anymore because it, the, the, well, nobody can even name what the NWA champion is anymore unless you're no, a no, no. O- o- overall legacy. Well, maybe all the time, but I'm talking like last 20 years. It's yeah, yeah no. o- overall, overall legacy, right? I mean, it's still, well, I yeah. mean, the 10 pounds of gold, baby. Still yeah. holds its weight. Still holds. No, its I get weight. it. Dusty Rhodes, Flair, all those guys. Yeah, but what yeah, I'm saying, yeah. last twenty years is pretty much irrelevant. Well, possibly. Sad to say, but yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. So basically, this kind of leads to all four guys getting thrown into matches. Uh, so we're gonna get Elias against Solo Sakai. We're gonna get a six-man tag with the Profits and Kevin Owens against the other three, Usos and Sami Zayn. So that comes in later on tonight as the show progresses here. Yep. First match, though, we, we start with the female, Bianca Belair, defending her title against one Alexa Bliss, who's kind of pretty much taken the heel role in this as she's kind of evolving yep. back to her Fiend character. Uh, interesting interesting takeaways from this match. Um, Bianca, like she's awesome. I like her, but I've always been an Alexa Bliss fan because she just came out of nowhere and she came out at a time when the four of them came out when when Charlotte, Bailey, Sasha, and Becky all came out to the WWE. She was a part of that crew. If there was yeah. anyone who wasn't going to be successful, you would have pigeonholed her, right? Like you a Carmella, so. like a Carmella or whoever else a part a part of that crew. But she's held her own so well, man. And she, and she holds her own against these bigger girls as well. And, and very believable that she can win these matches. And uh, so you see, you start to see this transformation now and throughout this match. And the Fiend, it was kind of two cool points that I took away from it. You got a couple guys in masks at ringside, you know, one with brown hair, another guy with blonde hair from different angles. And then that Firefly symbol comes up on the screen and she just kind of completely morphs. Uh, basically disqualifying herself, uh, really doing a number of Bianca outside the ring. Um, that shot that she took to the head, to the face, I don't know if that was work or if she actually got cut open on that, but man, that looked really good. I mean... It was good, yeah. Right? So so that that's a really good storyline that's being developed right there. I mean, it's a multiple stories for coming out of that one because no one really knows what's going on with Bray Wyatt and Uncle Howdy and all these other things. Yeah, that I was SmackDown. I thought, eh, it was all right. I, I don't know. I don't want to say it's cheesy, but I don't know. It just seems, I don't know. It's okay, but I don't know. But I, obviously, it's his brother, that other guy. I can't remember what they said his name would be. Who knows who the Uncle Howdy is, but. Yeah. I don't well, know. Like, just, I mean, they're we'll just see what happens with it. I don't want to judge it yet, but I, I wasn't too impressed with it, to be honest. 
No, no, fair enough. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, it was just kind of getting into the flow of it all. I hope it's Bo Dallas. I like Bo Dallas. He's actually was pretty good. Yeah, no, let's see. I mean, the mask has to come off, right? At some point. So, I mean, we're starting to see the formation of the Wyatt Six. Uh, Howdy and... uh, Well, I mean... When, when they interviewed uh, Alexa backstage during Raw afterwards, you know, like one of the one thing that I noticed outside of everything else is her eyes have changed. She's got mm-hmm. those contacts in again, right? Yeah. You know, so, so from that perspective, you start to see this kind of morph now. So I hope they do right by these characters this time because that was an awesome storyline that just totally got fumbled. Um, yeah, sometimes it's we always blame the writers, but sometimes it's the uh, performer screwing it up, doing stupid things backstage, not executing how they're supposed to execute out there, and then they blame you know the the writers all the time, right? So it's it's a two way street. Well, I mean, it goes both ways, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see the Uncle Howdy thing. Who knows who it is? Hopefully, it's Bo Dallas, but uh, you well, just never all, know, right? Well, you don't know. I mean, if there's six that of might them, be, I mean, it might be too obvious. Maybe so. Maybe it's an NXT guy. Well, speaking of too obvious, maybe this might be the best time to segue right into this. So on SmackDown, a returning Charlotte Flair. Now, no one expected her to come back to SmackDown. No one kind of expected her until maybe the Royal Rumble even. Uh, But she comes and basically wins the title from Ronda Rousey. Very Becky a la Bianca-ish. Right? Yeah, I didn't like that. I mean... Well, supposedly it, taking down the toughest woman in the world like that easily doesn't seem believable to me. Well, I mean, those two have gone around, so I mean, I can see it being believable. She just came off a match herself against yeah. Raquel Rodriguez or Gonzalez. No, no, I get all that. I'm just saying, like, if you're if you're Bill and Ronda Rousey like Brock Lesnar, and then for her to lose like that, kind of weakens her, right? She's an actual mm-hmm. legit MMA UFC champ, and Charlotte Flair is just a, a robot constructor. You know what I mean? It just it doesn't feel right. They shouldn't have done well, it that easily. Let her win, but not like that. Well, I, I mean, think. I mean, if you think about it, Liv to live more, Liv Morgan shouldn't have beaten her either. Then, and she's she's lesser. But yeah, but not, that, not that easy though. Like you can lose, but don't make them look that weak when they're. We know how tough they really are, right? Yeah, but I think it has I always think wrestling is the best when it's the most believable. As much as possible, I know it's a work, but as much as it possibly can be, look, it seems more legit, more believable when it actually is somewhat believable, right? You're not going to see no, no, I get it. Miz crushed Brock Lesnar in two seconds, right? Right, right. But I will argue this that if there's anyone who could handle her that way would be Charlotte Fair based on their past interactions and getting a really weakened, beaten up, uh, you know, Ronda Rousey in this case, that's what made it believable for me. I know what you're saying. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I know. I know but, what you mean. But, you know, but, but if there was anyone who could do it, it would have been her, Charlotte. Yeah, I guess. Right? right. So from that perspective, I get it. But the main reason behind it was this was Triple H's call. To, to no, I, know, I wanted to right? personally, but... Right, his, uh, call. his call being the reason being the reason behind it all, Chancellor, is the fact that a lot of these WrestleMania 39 matches are now getting leaked online, and he doesn't want that. He wants the show to be good, so he flipped it around because technically it was supposed to be uh, Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch at Mania for that title, okay, and and Rhea Ripley versus Bianca for the other title. That was the going storyline. Right. But now what they're going to do is, and I don't know how they're going to come to this conclusion, but what I'm hearing is, is that Becky has requested not to fight Ronda now at WrestleMania. Being that there's no strap on the line, it kind of diminishes the match. It's not worth it. Yeah. 
So what I'm hearing is, and what I've read, is that basically you're looking at a Ronda Rousey versus Rhea Ripley match at WrestleMania now. Yeah, it could be. I don't know why so many matches get leaked. Can't they just tell the performers everybody shut their mouths? Everything gets leaked all the time. Well, right? I almost feel that you know you got to have your select group of people. If you only, if there's only six of them, let's just say, okay, HBK, Triple H, Stephanie, Khan. I guess you got to throw them in there. Yeah. And for the sake of argument, William Regal. Okay, who will be coming back to the company this month with the VP title? Like he's coming in big. Yeah. Uh, so say the five of those, those are your five top guys that you're working with in creating these matches. Yeah. Right. Um, you have those five guys and if anything gets leaked, you know who it's one of those five. Right. So I, I don't, they know. can always leak to their spouses and they tell a friend, they tell one guy, Hey, don't, yeah, but it, can, but it oh, comes cool. back to those five. Yeah. Ultimately, it would come back to those five. So if it's... Uh, the writer is that right, too, yeah. Right, right, right. But, I mean, he has to come up with the circle, even if it's the head writers, right? Like, I don't mm. think anyone's writing the match for Mania yet. But if they have the matches in place in their mind or in their little, you know, lock safe or whatever, maybe that's one way of doing it. But, I mean, this is nothing new. I mean, there's always someone saying something somewhere, right? Yeah, so, you know, it's, it's an unfortunate part of it. And this is probably the only part of the Internet that I don't care for is all the leaks, because, I mean, it, it's nice to be surprised and surprises are far and in between now, man. So, you know what, to add to the Charlotte Flair, it was kind of nice to see that surprise. It was a surprise. Yeah, was, I, I wouldn't have done it personally, but I'm not married to the boss's daughter, so I'll never get a chance to write a show. So No, no, fair play, fair play, man. So next match on Raw, Elias versus Solo Sokoa. This is a Memphis, Tennessee, or Nashville, Music Tennessee. Music Street Fighter, what was it called? Music Street Fight, yeah, you had all the blunder out there. Your typical match, man. Uh, the guy... Um, I don't know what the hype of the Solo Sokaya guy is. I don't, I don't get it. He's boring, he's bland. And they're giving him a huge push. I know he's part of the bloodline, but man, I don't, I don't see it. I don't get it. Yeah, well, I mean, he's like the second coming of Umanga, so you know, I that's guess. the kind of character that a he's smaller be version, of, less dynamic version of Umanga, but yeah, I get it. Well, wow, you're full of you're full of bitterness today, Mister Chancellor. I just thought, I just think these new guys, when I look at them, it's just like they don't—they look like they could be your neighbors. It doesn't doesn't feel like special to me. Some of these guys that I see coming out there, like before, we need to see a guy like a larger life character. You see this guy. Like, I don't know. This doesn't. Some of these guys just—they don't feel special. They don't really impress me. It just doesn't. I don't know. It's not the golden days, I guess, anymore. Just some yeah, of these but, guys. Some I mean, of the guys are good. But when you yeah. see a guy like Sami Zayn or Kevin Owens, they look like a guy could live next door to you. You know, if you take a picture of Sami Zayn, I hate to say this, because I do love the guy, and you show it around people have never watched. What does this guy do for work? He would say landscaper, construction guy, plumber. He wouldn't say pro wrestler because he doesn't look like one, for example, right? So that's what it, the specialness of wrestling I feel has, has been fading over the last 15, 20 years. That for me, at least personally. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. So, so then, it, right? so, there's still some great athletes like Roman and Seth, and there's some so, great special guys, but there's too many. I think average Joes now in the business. That's what I think. So how do you? What would wrestling be for you then, my friend? I would yes. I would trim the roster. There's to how many, much too, though? I don't know. I don't know the exact number of wrestlers that are out there, but there's too many guys that I don't think should be up there that are up there. I think. So, so I trim who, it down. Who is who isn't up there that should be up there in your opinion? Well, I don't know all the guys in NXT. I don't really pay attention to NXT, right? But I'd have to see the roster. But I could tell you guys like the Solo Sokoa. I wouldn't have him on even on Raw. Dominic Mysterio. Uh, oh man, there's so many people. 
that I could say that I don't think should be on Raw or SmackDown. If you look at the roster now compared to 98, it's night and day. You yeah, but it I mean? was a different time too, though. No, I know it was a different time. I'm saying this is why the ratings are going down. When you see things like this, people are like, oh, this is boring. Like, who are these guys? Netflix, you know what I mean? Where in 98, you'd watch it. Whether you're a casual, hardcore, or even barely watch it, you'd, turn, you'd tune in. Well, I, I, was huge, right? I hear what you're saying, brother, man. But we I'll went from six, four to six million people to one million people. So you've lost four to five million people on, on Raw. Well, that's across the board. The that's, just years, not, right? that's just not Raw, though. That's across the board. But no, right? Monday Night Football is going up. Raw is going down. So well, it's like, why? Well, That's not because it used to be. well, because their hands are tied because of the world that we live in today. They no, I get all that. You know, I get it. That, that they can't do half the things that that you know, they were uh, able to do. Um, I think that's a huge. Well, yeah, there's a million factors too. But I'm just saying, like, you know, when you compare 20 million watching Monday Night Football to a million watching Raw, it's a 19 million people difference. That's a big difference. I get it, but I mean, you know, wrestling is wrestling, right? I mean, it's going to always. No, be I still love it, but and, I, I gotta uh, call it as I see it. And I just think no, some of these guys. That's fine. Yeah. So, so what should a wrestler look like in your opinion then? Well, they can look all different shapes and sizes, but when you see a guy like Kevin Owens come out in baggy shorts, skinny arms, a big belly, you know, that's fine. I know guys like Dusty Rhodes and Mankind. You see, it's, I don't know. It shouldn't look like that. How could you take that guy seriously when he doesn't take his own craft seriously? He's obviously not training. Well, I'm not saying going to be a big muscle guy, but at least be a little no, bit. No, no, I get that, but I think I think that argument so I see it. for some of the guys that were fighting in '98 also, though, right? The, I yeah, mean, yeah. Don't get me wrong, Mankind and Dusty Rhodes, like they were great performers. I'm not saying they were body guys. Unless you have to be a body body guy, but Kevin Owens doesn't look like a star. Sami Zayn doesn't look like a star. They looked look like landscapers and construction guys, right? Just regular Joes. You put them in the crowd, you couldn't tell they're wrestlers. That's what I'm trying to say. Like so. When you see that and you're flipping through the channels and you're just an average guy that doesn't mind a little wrestling, you're not going to stop and watch that All like right, you would so in 98. Let me ask you about this. And my then. proof I, for that is the ratings are down by 5 million. That's my proof for that. Okay, but but at that time, wrestling hit a resurgence uh, where it just became bigger than life because of the whole NWO. and Yeah, but even the mid-2000s, there's still like 2 million. Now we're down to a million people. Sometimes TNA gets three or TNA, AW gets three, four hundred thousand watching Rampage. Three, four hundred thousand. College basketball is drawn more than that. I get it, man, but that's wrestling across the board. It's just no, I know what I'm saying is right? because we're letting, letting in so many people that probably shouldn't be out there in there and it dilutes it. That's what I'm saying. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So on to the next match here Chad Gable versus Dexter Loomis. Should he name one of these guys should be on Raw? Yeah, they look the other good. They're not bad. But, but Chad Gable is only 5'10, man. He's no, I'm not saying guy. he had to be big, but he's a he's a he's a he's a legit athlete, amateur wrestler. He's cut, moves well. He's athletic, so it was a good match. Yeah, no, straightforward. Dexter does his thing, uh, building up his character's name. I, I think that's really all we need to know about that one. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. So then we get into a match here with damage control. It turns out to uh, starts uh, as a two against one match against the tag yeah. team champions. Uh, Becky against Io Sky and Dakota Kai uh, starts off like that. You know, she, she gets her licks in in the beginning, but then the peripheral beatdown begins on her. You know, maybe a bad choice on her part without a partner. But you know what? Here comes Mia Yim to save the D. Comes in for the hot tag. And uh, unfortunately, you know, with, with the three of them out there, it, it's all just stacked against them. Yeah. Mia Yim gets pinned, and that's the end of that match. Um, I guess this is kind of building up to a Bailey versus um, Becky showdown, which is kind of cool. We haven't really seen these two tangle in a few years, so 
nice little story here. Kind of be yep. interesting to see. Uh, speaking of Bailey, she's in Japan right now. So is Naomi. And they are there to support one Sasha Banks as she makes her debut on New Japan uh, Wrestle Kingdom tomorrow, man. This is uh, yeah, that is tomorrow. I that. Yeah, so this is uh, New Japan's WrestleMania in essence. Uh, she's going to be on that card. And something I found really interesting is currently the highest paid performer on that roster going into the show. She will be making Bailey more is? money. No, 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 no. Uh, Sasha. Oh, Sasha. Sorry, yeah, Sasha. Yeah, yeah. Sasha will be making more money than Chris Jericho did against uh, Kenny Omega when he went out there. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So they're throwing a lot behind her, man. And I, it's kind of interesting that Bailey's there. Um, unless there's a work with New Japan and WWE, which is very, very possible because Carl Anderson's there as well, defending his open weight title. That he yeah. had won before he had joined WWE again. Uh, so you got that match going there. Uh, so, yeah, I if you get a chance to, bro, get, check out some of that New Japan. Yeah, I'll check a little good. bit of it. I mean, look to the card, uh, looks all right. Nothing yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I don't know. I'm sure it'll be all right. I'll check it out. Yeah, no, definitely, man. There's a little, some names that you probably don't know, but, you know, some of the you names know, some that names we do know. know. Like, uh, Will the only Ospreay, thing I don't like is, like, when WWE shares talents, like, you wouldn't see the NFL say, hey, um, Tom Brady, go play the BC Lions for a couple of years. Like, I, you know, it doesn't feel as special. Then you tune in to see them. You can only see them on Raw. You can only see them on AEW. Now you can see them in New Japan. You see them here. To me, it takes away from the any company that does that, I think. I've always said that. Yeah, no, I disagree with you. I think it's kind of cool to see that, you know, curtain open a little bit because there's a lot of dream matches that I would love to see that you may never get to see. Uh, but what I think that WWE does really well with these kind of things is they're not constant. Whereas AEW, you have a steady stream of, of talent coming in from all different organizations where with WWE, you're not really necessarily seeing their talent come over here. It's not constant um, yet, but it's going to go to that way. It's going there slowly. Triple H is slowly letting the guard down with some of this stuff. So it's going to build more and more well, little by well, little. Little by little, you know, that's fine. A little taste of it here and there is kind of cool. And, you know, if it, if it gets too much, then I'm sure someone will make a point of letting them know. Once the inmates but, take over the asylum, you can't be the warden anymore. You need to be really careful here. Yeah, I don't think that's the case with the WWE. But I don't think it's going to be. It's 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 uh, too well run. And it's it's more of an organization than any other wrestling formation out there. Promotion right now out there. It's, it's, and it's, I don't think it's going to change, though, bro. I mean, that, that foundation is it already established, is changing. right? It already is. Well, Vince everything's changing, man. Everything's Vince changing. Would never let Carl Anderson do that. He'd be like, you work here, go. Simple. You don't go on and do Japan. You're Carl Anderson. Like, you're not a big draw. Yeah, well, Vince isn't there anymore, bro. No, that's what I'm saying. So that's what I'm. That's my point. Exactly. The Triple H is trying to be the new, younger, hipper, cooler. You guys can kind of more do what you want. But that right. will bite him like a bit Tony Khan. Just a matter of time. I don't think it will because I don't think it will be done at that magnitude. Trust me on this one. In my opinion, anyways. You know, I, I think it's very different type of organization still. Like WWE still has a very solid foundation on how they run things. It's a global entity, right? It's not a privately owned company. They can't no, just, it is, but I'm just saying, do all yeah, these kind cool. of things, right? So, ah, they'll be fine, man. They'll be fine. I, I'm not saying I'm they won't be fine, sure. but I'm saying you're going to see a lot more of this stuff. I don't, well, really. maybe not not to the extent that AEW in my opinion. Not to that but, extent, but you're going to see it. But could be little, a good thing, could be a bad thing. We're going to find out. I think it's going to be a good thing. I don't. I think it will be a good thing. All right. So finally, we bookend the show with another title match here between Seth Rollins versus um, 
Austin Theory, uh, the champion, the current United States champion. Solid match, man. I like watching good. these guys work. Uh, at some point in the match here, I don't know if this is a work. I don't know if this is part of the storyline, but Seth hurt his knee. And uh, that's hard to say if that was real or not. Well, it's hard to call, right? Because after the match, like I mean, he lost, Seth lost, uh, due to his knee not not letting him kind of get the best of him. Um, but um, you know, but I th- I believe the referee had put up the X sign at one point. So I don't know if they're working that into the story or if that's legitimate. Hard to say. Right, because he was having he fell down as he was walking back to the uh, locker room after the match. So, um, if this is a storyline thing, this should be pretty interesting because as we get closer and closer, you know, we, we should start to get a clearer picture of what's going to be happening here with the Rumble winner. Right, uh, a lot of talk still that that Roman's going to go in with both titles, and if that's the case, then the Rock will probably come in at number thirty and win the Rumble to allow that match to happen. As we've mentioned before on the show here, we've talked about Roman doing double duty. So if Cody wins the Royal Rumble, he'd fight Cody on night one, and then he'd fight Ro- uh, he'd fight The Rock on night two. The only problem, when's the last time Rock wrestled? Was it about 10 years ago he went against John Cena, give or take, about 10? Yeah, something like that. He looked terrible then. How bad is he going to be now? Is he going to do actually a wrestling match or a match like Stone Cold did? Because I don't no, think, I- like, he's still built, but he doesn't move very well anymore. I don't know. We, I mean, I think the first thing they got to figure out is who's yeah. going to be fighting who, right? I mean, there's a there's a lot of planning here still to be done because I mean, one school of thought is you take the uh, Raw World or the, the World Championship off of him, and you know somehow somehow get it off of him, maybe through losing it. But nope, they don't want him to lose either, so he might just vacate it or something. Or well, you could do two out of three falls, right, for each belt on the line or something like that. One guy wins one fall, the other guy when he wins the other fall, something like that. Ah, but then you'd have a triple match. Triple. I just hope that The Rock doesn't do a, try to do a full wrestling match because against John Cena, he was winded. He could barely move. Now he's in his early 50s. He's roided to the gills. I don't know what he's got left in the tank. He looks great, but maybe they're like a Stone Cold kind of thing. He just a little punch, a little kick, and kind of go outside, smash the tables a bit. Well, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not even trying to even book that match yet in terms of what it will look like, but I'm just trying to, I guess I'm still kind of trying to figure out what they're going to do long-term with it, right? Like, I mean, this kind of puts the whole Royal Rumble match itself in jeopardy, right? Because, I mean, the right guy to win would be Cody Rhodes, the way they're promoting him, all the promos that they keep cutting on him now. Like, you know he's coming back. Um, will he be? Will it be at the Rumble or will it be before the Rumble? Right? I mean, there's there's a lot there to kind of unpack with him. He's ready to go. I know he is. Like he's ready to come. He could come on Raw last night. So yeah. they, I mean, until they figure out what they're going to do with this title, because I mean, if The Rock is coming, because I mean, you know, there's there hasn't been any indication that he is yet. Um, which they might be, you know, which is the right thing if they're trying to keep it a surprise and whatnot. You know, I I think we're in for a lot of swerves in the next couple of weeks here just because of all the leaks and everything. So any kind of idea or thoughts or notions that I personally had on how this is going to play out or how the shows are going to play out kind of up in the air right now, man. I think with every week now, especially SmackDown, I think that's where you're going to see most of the oh my God moments now for the most part. Um, yeah. So let's just kind of keep our ears posted because again, it just it confuses me what they're going to do with the titles. Right, I mean, what's the point of one guy winning the Royal Rumble if he's not going to get a shot at media? Yeah, no, he has to get the he has to have the main event. Right, he win the Rumble. That's the whole point of it. 
Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I think if it were to be a case where The Rock ends up, you know, being on Mania and it turns into a triple threat, I think it kills that match completely in terms of the luster and, and the magnitude of it all. Um, and again, I don't think a match between The Rock and 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 Roman Reigns would be a move fest per se. It'd just be, you know, your four or five moves. Yeah, I think I think I, I I think a lot of it will have to do, you know, if if I'm thinking about it, it's going to be kind of reminiscent of of Rock Hogan in terms of the crowd engagement and and the facial expressions and you know it's a lot of that. I think 10, 15 minutes of the match are going to be entrances and just them staring at each other, with, yeah. with maybe five minutes of touching and then five minutes of celebration for whoever wins. Yeah. Right? So the total match time itself won't be any more than seven to nine. That Hogan Rock match wasn't any longer than ten minutes. The move, yeah, in the ring stuff, yeah. Right, in ring actual. Yeah. No, no, it was. It was like under ten, I believe. It was like nine minutes total in ring touching time. Right. For the most part, that was it. They just got their main spots in. So, I mean, if there's any doubt on on him, but Hogan was still there. pretty active. Rock hasn't been up in ten years, as far as wrestling goes. But he's a good athlete, so should be able well, to make up for it. We'll see. You know, who knows what he's doing right now? For all we know, he could have a ring and he's training and getting ready for it. You know, I mean, yeah. if they if they have something under wraps, this would be the one thing they keep under wraps. But, you know, there's just so many variables here, man. Like Seth somehow wins that title. And that, and that sets up Seth versus Cody for WrestleMania, right? I mean, that seems the most logical match for Mania, even though it'd be the I think Roman time. versus Cody. If we take the Rock out of here, I say it's Roman and Cody. Well, if it's if it's if there's no rock, then yes, it's going to be the main event of night two, right? You that's going to be your main event, hundred percent. If the rock is in there, then somehow they got to get that title off, and I see him, Cody, that is versus Seth on night one as the main event. Or the rock, or Roman Reigns just beats the old man Rock and keeps the belt and loses the next day on Raw or something. He can do that too. I took you down, old man. I'm the I'm the bloodline. I'm the I'm the tribal chief. I'm the head of this family, not you. I beat you. Go back to Hollywood. You could always go that too. Nobody see that coming. Everybody thinks Rock will beat him, right? Why not let Roman take him? Why should but Rock beat him? If, if Rock, no, I don't think anyone thinks. Well, not that I've seen or heard or anyone. I think it's pretty much certain that the Rock won't win at Mania, right? Like he'll come out there, he'll do his thing and everything, but they're not gonna take away from what Roman Reigns is either, though. Like he is bigger. Like I mean. He is the one sticking around, not The Rock. Rock will yeah. leave the next day, right? So, I oh, mean, yeah. it would be totally, totally... I mean, then again, weirder things have happened in professional wrestling, but I don't know, man. Let's kind we'll of play it by ear and we'll kind of go from there and see what's what. So, basically, that's your Raw review, and we kind of started the road to WrestleMania, or to the Royal Rumble here. Uh, nothing really inked in stone. Don't really know who's going where or what. But I think in the next week, I think starting this Friday, we'll start having clear pictures of everything that's happening. Here. I also think, isn't AEW in town to, in the Seattle tomorrow night? They are in Seattle tomorrow night. They are running Dynamite and Rampage in Seattle tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, I've so, seen that. The home of Darby what, what Allen. What building are they doing that at? I, you know what? I couldn't tell you, man. It has to be somewhere small because they can't seem the, to. No, I think, I'm gonna check. I think that that climate change arena where the Seattle Kraken play. Well, they could be playing there, but I, I tell you what, man, it's an amphitheater. They never sell the whole stadium out. They no, might... no, it's a full stadium. It's no, a no, key arena. No, no, dude. What I'm saying is they've never sold out like these big arenas. Oh no, they won't. Like for the most part, they curtain. Yeah, they're the... playing with they're playing at climate change arena. 
Cool, cool. So yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully they get a good crowd out there. I was asked to go down there with a couple of the local scene guys, but unfortunately, it's a work week and it'd just be too much to go down there. If uh, if I had more time, I would have probably gone. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it'd be okay. I don't know if I'd personally go to that. Maybe if Rains wanted to go, but. I, I, Vancouver, I maybe go check it out, but I wouldn't go all the way to Seattle. I wouldn't mind going just to go check it out. I've never seen it. So, you know, just to add it to the list of uh, promotions that I've seen. So, right. I mean, it is a treat. It's not like they're here all the time. So, I mean, it could be a pretty good, interesting show. But, uh, yeah, man. Um, any top odds today? Yeah, let's have uh, your t- You ready? Yeah. Top five um, WrestleManias that, uh, you, that you didn't get a go to that you wanted to see live. Oh, been to a few uh, WrestleMania. yeah, WrestleMania three, um, WrestleMania nine, um, WrestleMania fourteen, WrestleMania seventeen, the one in Houston, right? Yep. And I would have probably wanted to go to WrestleMania twenty eight to see Helm the Cell live with uh, Taker, Triple H, and Shawn. Got one more. That's four. Those are good lists, by the way. No one more. Uh, one more shit. WrestleMania 30, only because he had The Rock, Hogan, and Stone Cold in the ring. You know, opening that was the cool. show. That was cool, right? Uh, where 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 Hogan fucked up the name and called it the uh, Silver Dome. Yeah, right? a couple so, times he said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to have them all together in one ring, and you know, that was the mania that Daniel Bryan won the world title. He beat Triple H. Yeah. Beat Triple. Well, no, he didn't. He beat Triple H first. And then yeah, we need to the triple threat against Batista and Randy Orton, was it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that would probably be the one that I'd want to go to. Those oh, are the oh, speaking of that, Hogan, Rock, and Austin, there's the three biggest stars ever in wrestling standing right there. Well, that's why. Just to be able to see them all together in one ring. Um, you know, that would have been really cool to see. I mean, that's what, three quarters of my Mount Rushmore anyways, right? So, yeah. you know, and yeah, no. That, that's pretty much, those would be the ones that I would go with. What about you? Yeah, WrestleMania 5, 3. Uh, Why 5? Because that was Hogan versus Macho, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I want to see that because that was yeah. you know, one of my favorite ones that I watched. Mm-hmm. Uh, WrestleMania 18, Rock, mm-hmm. and Ho- Rock and Hogan. Awesome. Uh, the WrestleMania, what number was that with Hogan or Hogan? Uh, Flair versus uh, Michaels. What number was that? Uh, 24. You went to that one. That's one I want to see. Uh, probably no, no, no. I've never, I never went to 24. I went to uh Seattle, Toronto, and Phoenix 26. Oh, okay. And that was probably, that was Sean's last match. Yeah, you were at that one. Yeah, probably, yeah. Probably WrestleMania 6, uh, Hogan Warrior. Yeah, yeah, that would have been cool. Those at the sky. I don't think yeah. I added that one because I saw the other one, right? So that's yeah. why I didn't. WrestleMania that. 10, that's the uh, HBK uh, Razor Moon ladder match and Owen and Brett match. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. That There's so many good wrestling. You could pretty much pick anyone. They're all good in their own right. Yeah, no, hundred percent, man. I mean, and WrestleMania 19, which I went to, was a great WrestleMania, by the way, too. You were at that too. Yeah, yeah, we didn't know each other then. No, but great, great show. Twenty years. Who, well, I was twenty one years. Twenty years ago, two thousand three. Yeah, yeah. Who'd you go down with? Uh, my buddy Riptide and my younger brother. You met Riptide uh, there. Riptide, yeah, man, the bag of peas, man. Yeah. The man. Yeah, you can't avoid Mayweather fight with that. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, he's a good guy. He had that he had that bear jacket on, the Wookiee jacket. I remember him. Yeah, leather pants, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Classic. Yeah, it was good. 
Wasn't he? Didn't he get drunk on the way to the Seahawks game? And they didn't almost let him in. I had to take. He him didn't get another... in the first gate because he was in talks. Yeah, 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 yeah. The next gate, and we got yeah, him that yeah. one. I got him in that one. Yeah, classic. Yeah, that guy's pretty... classic, man. Awesome, brother man. Yeah. All right, so I'll tell you what, this is the first show of the year. I believe this is episode seventy or seventy-one now, man. We're getting up there, brother. I think it's uh, seventy, but. No, I believe it's 70. I think it is, but if it's not, it's not. And then uh, we'll go from there. Uh, We have some boxing to talk about on Thursday, so we'll hit that up pretty well. Preview the fight, yeah. Yeah, preview the fight that wasn't going to happen. Not the fight you had with this woman, the fight you had coming up in the ring. Yeah, yeah, and then we'll talk about other guys who are having fights with women uh, this last little while. Uh, Stupid move, stupid, stupid. Well, you know, man, uh, stupid. It's not even a big story right now because of that guy with the heart attack. It's kind of the Dana White thing's kind of been swept under the rug because of the the Harlan guy who had the heart attack yesterday. So, yeah, you know, our thoughts and prayers with him as well. Yeah. Hopefully he recovers uh, at last glance. He's still in critical condition. I think he's in induced coma now. So Yeah, he took that. I think it was a shoulder helmet to the chest and just dropped. Yeah, he just it just cardiac arrest, man. It hits you uh, whenever it wants to, man. You got to be a careful. Freak, freak action. Yeah, all the best to him. Well, it's unfortunate because, I mean, it makes you wonder, okay, they always say exercise, exercise for your heart. And this guy's fit. So what was he doing wrong? <laughs> I think it's the way he got hit. I don't know what is. I don't know, man. I don't, you know what I mean, though? You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you're saying. He's a fit guy. He's 20, 24. He's yeah. Kid. Yeah. So it's just it's unfortunate, right? I mean, I, I hope everything works out well for them. Uh, yeah, me too. NFL is not going to continue the game. So I don't know how they're going to play that. That's the other just done with it. It's going the next week. I get it, but so what is it? Draw point each? They haven't officially announced draw, but I think that's they're gonna play next week and maybe they'll do the game after. But it was in the fourth next quarter. Week. Who was winning? It was seven three Cincinnati. So Five based on that, it's kind of like boxing, right? After the fourth round, the fight is official. Yeah. So I after... think they waited a little like half an hour, they would continue it. If he would have been like, Okay, he's up, he's good, it'll be okay, they would have went on with it. But since he had, since he was in critical condition, they're like, hey, we can't go on. But it's how do you? Kind of weird up? though, being in the last quarter and everything, and no one really knew what the condition was. And I know no, first it, quarter. Oh, this was the first quarter. First quarter. Oh, only, yeah, only five minutes left. I apologize. I apologize. Okay, then what Skip Baylor was saying was completely weird. Then, man, did you hear his? Well, he comment? was saying, he, yeah, he was saying he was looking out for his. They people misconstrued it. He was saying, how could you not play on? But I understand football's irrelevant right now. If they would have said he was okay, he's up and at him, they would have continued on, but they said, no, he's in critical condition, so they just like, we'll scrap it. Fair play, man. Kind of, I guess so we could do a show on that. Like, is it? But Christian something? Erickson, he had a heart attack in the Euros, and they pulled him off, and they, they played on. Well, I mean, I mean, I hate to bring this up. Owen Hart died in the ring, and they finished the show. They went on, too, yeah. So, it's a different, yeah. I mean, only two years with Christian Erickson, right? But I guess they realized he was going to be okay. They got word. Yeah, they literally had a heart attack. They pulled him off, and then they they played on. And like five minutes later, what would you have done? If I was NFL, yeah, you had to call it. Just Did because I would have, I, I don't blame him waiting for half an hour. If I would have got word from the medical, the doctors that he's going to be fine, carry on. But if he's still in critical condition, you don't know if he's going to make it or not. Right, right. But they resuscitated him on the field, right? So he was. Yeah. They they got his heart going again once he was on the field, right? That's right. So in my opinion, and I, I don't know, I mean, this is probably not popular, but I mean, if they had him going at that point, just wheel him off and finish off the game and, you know, just tell him, yeah, he's, you know, whatever. 
uh, we got the heartbeat. We don't have any updates. Let's, you know, I, I can see it being played that way as well, right? I think because it took so long to make the decision, that's where probably they had some of the issues. Yeah, yeah. Was, if they would have carried on, they would have been crucified. You know, there's so much politics, and, and especially in football, and it would have been a race issue. They didn't care about the black guy going down. It would have been all kinds of crazy. So they had it. I think Roger does like, I just got to call it. You don't need the backlash, right? And they, uh, yeah. It's kind of stupid, man. Like, how, how the fuck is it that a one small group of people dictate how the world works? It's just a handful of people that, you know, cancel people. They get you taken down. I mean, we got a podcast coming up. We might get taken off of YouTube for that podcast. Might have to get on Spotify. We don't know. 50-50 with that. So we'll take that episode down at least, possibly, right? Depending where we go with it. Well, I guess we'll only know when it happens, my friend. Well, yeah. I tell you what, let's leave it on this note. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll pick it up from here on Thursday. We'll talk a little bit of boxing. And Chaz, I think it's time we introduce a little bit of the UFC and the mixed martial arts world to the boxing show and just kind of kind of flow with it and see where it goes, brother. Sure, you do that. Awesome. All right, man. On that note, thank you all for taking the time and the energy for bidding us into your years once more. Uh, this is the first show of 2023. And uh, yeah, we're off to a fucking kicking start here. Oh, yeah. Right? Uh, so I am Bobby Sampson. I'm joined with my man, Chance Michaels. And in the words of the great ACDC, those that like, download, subscribe to the podcast, we salute you. We do salute you, and in the words of Ed Whalen, the infamous Ed Whalen, in between time and in between time, that's it for Sam and Chance. Have a great rest of your week, everybody. We'll talk to you soon.